0: Y'all would have had me going in like the first round that would have been, that would have been what's up <laughs> and then y'all could have y'all could have went and told ozzy you know to get to get me earlier the stress of the combine mixed with the three days that y'all draft people is terrible you know teams will call you like just making sure this is your number yeah this is my number you know call it, call it whenever you know. <laughs>
1: Welcome into the lounge. We are back with another player interview today.
2: Yeah, right. we one week off for Steelers Week, as we said last week. Steelers Week was the guest. Didn't bring uh, us good luck. Did not bring us good luck. No podcast bump for Steelers Week. <laughs> no podcast bump <laughs> for the game. So we got to get a
1: podcast bump for a player. Yeah. I feel like this one. This one could come true. Yeah, I feel like most this of them do. do. Most of them do. This one especially last year was kind of a better run than this year.
2: Yeah, well we haven't this talked we haven't talked about it quite as much. That's true. Thing, you got to talk about it more. And then he gets in guys heads. Right. A podcast bump. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So hashtag podcast bump for Matthew Judon
1: this week. Gonna have a big game in Cleveland, and we brought him on here before he becomes a superstar. Yeah,
2: he's on his way. And uh, before we get to the full interview with Matthew, I want to read this email. As always, you guys can email us to the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. This one comes to us from Andrew Red Lemur. Reddle, Reddlemeyer, Red lemur? I, you have a little you... dyslexia there. What? <laughs> I just mixed up the L and the E. Is this a new breed of animal? It's a red lemur? Reddle, Reddlemeyer, Oh, wow. Andrew? Rettelmeyer. All right. Andrew says, absolutely love the show. Thank you for providing me some much needed Ravens coverage up here in Toronto. There's probably not too much Ooh. Ravens coverage All right, north of the border. I want to give a huge shout out for your recent guest, Anthony Levine, for giving me a great night as I made the nine hour drive to watch Monday night football for my first Ravens game good luck that's impressive so that's impressive Andy was a good luck charm we walked around Camden Yards got crab cakes at Faley's in the afternoon thank you Baltimore for being so hospitable my question is this while I absolutely love Joe for everything that he's done up to very much including the Super Bowl run is it time for the Ravens to draft a quarterback relatively high next year with a mind of having him as Joe's future successor down the line like Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City Jimmy Garoppolo in England, a bunch of guys like that. yeah so we're running into the interview with Matt so we won't spend too much time talking about this but what do you think of his question
1: I think it's a good question, and uh, I do think uh, it's one that the Ravens are going to talk about. Uh, you know, upper management will probably talk about this offseason when they meet in Florida after the year ends. Um, I think that they will discuss, is it time to pull the trigger? You know, they've said, like, the past few years, well, you know, if there's a quarterback that's there, you know, mm-hmm. best player available. And we all kind of came with a wink-wink. Yeah. We knew they weren't drafting a quarterback high. This year, I think that there's a very real chance that they could draft one. I don't think it's going to be in the first round. It's not going to be a Mahomes situation. No, yeah. But it's more of the Garoppolo situation, which I think he was a second-round pick. Right. I think that a second, third, fourth-round pick, yeah. that is kind of the sweet spot, I think, for the Ravens. Because, A, they don't have a set-in-stone backup quarterback. For the foreseeable future. For the foreseeable future. Ryan out is going to be a free agent. Now he was last year as well, and they brought him back on a one-year contract. But, you know, I think they'd like to get back into a Tyrod Taylor situation Mm -hmm. where they drafted him, though he was a six-round pick, and they really struck on that one. They hit gold on that one. I
2: think the biggest thing more than, you know, I think that they could certainly go into the draft next year and draft a quarterback in the middle rounds, and I think that it is it's twofold. It's one, you get an immediate backup, you know, right. that's that's kind of checking that box first because that is going to be a position of need and you have somebody that, I mean, everyone kind of takes for granted that Joe's going to be out there every single week and he has been with the exception of a few games when he tore his ACL. Yeah. Um, but you see this year, you know, he dealt with a back injury and that was an issue that a lot of concern and so the guy's in his, you know, getting into his mid-30s, not quite there yet, but when you start to get into that territory, injuries become a larger t- discussion and all of that. So, Um, Plus,
1: can I throw one thing out there? And we don't want to go too much longer on this. But having a young, good backup quarterback is a very valuable... Thing to have in your organization, even if you want to trade them. Yeah, look right? at pictures. Like, look if you draft a guy and you say, alright, maybe this guy takes over for Joe down the road, but then Joe plays lights out like we all hope he will and expects that he can, yeah. then you can say, alright, let's trade this target. I mean, just like Garoppolo, just like AJ McCarron almost got traded mm-hmm. this offseason. Like, back, good young quarterbacks are desired, and so if you can get a guy and he goes out and plays well in the preseason, he goes in and plays well in mop-up duty, or if he has to step in for an injured quarterback and he plays well automatically you might get your return on investment back or even better it so i I just think it's a valuable thing to to have
2: all right enough about quarterbacks let's talk about guys that are harass harass quarterbacks that's right i like it
1: yeah good transition yeah you
2: like that yeah that's how we do it the pros
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm still work i'm still in triple a yeah maybe i'll get the the call up on the transitions one day but we'll see anyway into our interview here with matthew judon matt i don't want to stop you from eating that dip so, whoa, I, I think, I think he, he said dip. <laughs> DIP. D-I-P. I, no, so, I say keep going. If you guys hear some crunching in the background, Matt's got some buff chick dip
2: and some tortilla chips. It's looking pretty nice it, over there. I wish, why didn't you bring some up? Well, here's the truth. I was waiting on Matt, and he was kind of doing a good job of hiding. He thought he could wait me out. Like, if he just hides like in the locker room long enough that I'll forget that we've got the podcast coming up, I helped myself to a large serving. Was he with Alex Collins? Dip. Yes, he was doing it. He's, he was going for Alex's move. Wait us out. But I waited him out. I, I found him. I should, I should have gotten a sauna. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so
1: thank you, Matt, for doing this. And uh, I got to start out with you know, I don't think that anybody on this team dances as much as you do on game days. Like, I mean, before the game, during the game, after the game, after sacks. Nobody dances as much as you do. So I got to ask you. Are you the best dancer on the team? Is that why you're dancing so much, or what? Yeah, of course I'm the best dancer on the team. It'd be people down there hating, but
0: you know, all the uh, touchdowns and celebrations, I like to think I came
2: up with them. You came up with all the touchdowns? You're you're feeding the offensive guys. Yeah, I'm I'm
0: helping everybody.
2: (laughs) We had Levine on here, you know, a couple weeks ago, and he told the story of, he basically just fell apart. He just collapsed during his interception celebration. He botched his.
0: Oh my! We come, we come up with stuff. V make plays, and he lose his mind. <laughs> he don't, he don't know where he at. He don't know what's going on. He forget handshakes. He forget dances. He forget things we practice. I mean, I'm, I'm glad he doesn't, you know, go like that on plays. Like right, right, right. between plays, between whistles, he know what he's doing. But let him make a play or a big hitter or. He just he just loses mind.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's got it. You gotta like, cause I'm sure when you get a sack, right? Originally your head's like, yes, like I just made this play, and then you have to refocus and be like, what am I supposed to do on the celebration? I'm supposed to go nap. Nap time. It's sleepy <laughs> time. Like, do you have? How do you kind of c- gather your composure for the celebration?
0: See, I plan to make plays, so I already know those plays are gonna happen. It's just part so, of the play. Uh, yeah. The celebration. It's also playing, so <laughs> you you know you got to envision that stuff, envision that stuff. So I envision the making plays, so I envision the dances I'm gonna do after I make those plays.
2: I like, I like, yeah. What's your favorite? Because my personal favorite was the where you went to bed, you hopped up, because then you like took put put the clothes on. That was like the underrated part of that dance or that celebration. You then got dressed in the morning, which I think people kind of forget about that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you know I got some I got some more in works, and I just gotta keep making plays so I can. Me and my teammates can continue to celebrate. So I think you know, on on down the line, when we make some more plays, y'all see some better days.
2: You know what his other favorite move to do is on game day?
1: What's that? Which is this is
2: as soon as the game's over, if I'm doing an interview with somebody on the field post game, it's it's 100% of the time, Judon's gonna come in there and blow it up at some point. How many do you think you've come in there on at this point? Three. I think three. I was gonna say, how
1: many wins do we have? Uh, Seven. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes I can't find you. I don't know where y'all at. Y'all go hide in a corner.
2: Right, just like you try to do to us. Sometimes you gotta hide. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> so I asked you this a couple weeks ago, and I want to ask you again here on the podcast. What is it about playing football? Do you think that that you have so much fun with? What makes football so fun for you? Because it's just kind of contagious the way you play.
0: I feel like it's not like football. It's uh, you know, video games or even basketball. It's not like Football, I feel football is a lot of individual matchups that, you know, sum together a team and um, basketball or any other type of sports. You can win an individual matchup mm-hmm. and you can carry a team. But even in football, you know, you can win an individual matchup and it still be a negative play. Right. So um, football, you know, you got to rely on uh, the guy next to you. But, you know, it that, that brings you closer.
2: So we want to kind of talk about your story and, and tell kind of the background of it and how you got to this point. Now, you know, in your second year, you're making a lot of plays as you're as you're talking about. So, how did you end up at Grand Valley State? It's you know, all respect to Grand Valley State, but it's not known as this national powerhouse. I'm curious how you ended up at this school.
0: Well, let me stop you right there. <laughs> it is known as a national powerhouse.
1: D two national powerhouse. I,
0: I don't know. Oh, don't sorry. care <laughs> what level. You know. We can play anybody in the nation. They just don't schedule. Uh-huh.
1: This this man right now is wearing a Grand Valley State shirt and sweatpants. Right, now. he is full yeah, on repping grand. right now. Yeah,
0: man. You know, I I got more Grand Valley stuff in my closet. Do not have anything else. You know, I'm a. <laughs> I'm a Nike athlete, and I still got more Grand Valley stuff in so, <laughs> my closet. So,
1: is there any part of you though that says, even at this point, like, like you look at Michigan and Michigan State, because you grew up outside of Detroit in the suburbs of Detroit, and you're like, what the hell were you guys thinking? Like,
0: they, they're I, some losers, you know what? They <laughs> they lost out on me, you know, they missed out. <laughs> no, nah, but man, I don't know. I I was. I think I was 17 cause I had to send some, I had to back some stuff back to my mom to get her to sign it when I was first in college. Mm-hmm. And I was 17 and you know, I probably didn't have the best of grades coming out of high school and you know, I was a little more thin and you know, they didn't see it in me. You know, that, you know, you, I can't dwell on it, but, you know, maybe I would, wish I would have went D1, you know, got all the stuff. I could trade more jerseys because I know people. I feel, I feel like that's the worst thing, though. That's the worst thing, you know. I'd be seeing all these people. Uh, you know s- dapping hands and stuff after after the game because they know each other man, but I don't really know nobody to, don't <laughs> nobody don't nobody from
1: D2 it's not it's that many it's you and Brandon Carr it's not that many of us in the league man. you and Brandon Carr can just exchange jerseys after every game
2: <laughs> are there any other Grand Valley State guys in the league right now yeah, car. Um, oh, he went to Grand Valley State. Tech? Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying.
1: Car
2: Only couple. Only a couple You're left. Holding it
1: down, man. Yeah, but I, I think it's cool that you you spent six years there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like sometimes you see guys and they'll start at the D two or or whatever, and then they'll transfer into D one and all that stuff. Like i just think it's cool that you stayed your six years there and it shows kind of the loyalty that you had to the program and like like you said like you were kind of like a thinner guy coming out of high school Mm -hmm. you filled out and you made it work you know what i mean like you were devoted to the program senior year lead the nation in sacks with 21 i mean i I don't know i just think that's cool like how do you feel like why did you stick it out there how did that shape you as a player what what was it about that
0: Uh, i had a lot of respect for my coaches and um you know the people around me, and they, they brought me there to do a job. You know, it was it was obviously to win games, win national championships. But you know, they also brought me there to you know groom me as the man I am. You know, as the player I am, and as the father I am. You know, they they had that responsibility, and my, my myself with uh, my parents, you know, gave them that responsibility when they sent me off to college. So. Uh, you know, I felt like I owed them, you know, enough to at least, you know, wait it out, stay there, and, you know, finish finish my career as a Laker. You know, we the Grand Valley State Lakers. But,
1: you know, <laughs> you know uh, it's Kobe and Judon. Yeah, not, Lakers of all no, time. No, no, no. Wait,
0: you, know, you know, it's probably Shaq, Judon, then Kobe. Okay. Right. Then, you know, I'm, I'm still second. Ahead of Kobe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, Kobe was all right. I'm, I'm giving it to Shaq, though. <laughs>
2: You know, one of my claims of fame is when you were coming out in the draft. So him, Ryan, and I put together mock drafts every single year. And we do all every pick for the Ravens. Yeah. And when you start getting down into really after the first round, it's kind of a crapshoot. You just sort of guess it, right? But your year, I hit two picks. This, is, this was an all-time great day for me for the Ravens. I hit you, and I hit Willie Henry.
1: Oh. Right? It's That's good pretty stuff. good. Pretty you got to give me credit for that. I'll give it to him. What
0: round you had me going? Fourth. I, fourth? I would have made him a way better pick. See, right?
1: <laughs> right? I would have made him a way he he better pick. He had you before Willie Henry. So that, is that oh, what for I was? real? Yeah, you had, you had him before Willie and Henry. And I had Willie in the pick. <laughs> but you know what I also remember about that is I remember seeing, like, we'll just pull up YouTube highlights, right? And we'll be like, oh, yeah, this guy looks sick, right? And so I pull up your highlights and I'm like, dude, this guy's a monster. He's sacking everybody. Like, 21. You were like the quintessential Ravens pick. Like, we love small school guys. We love got small school guys with production. Guys with high- Stack numbers real? I was like, yes, we're taking this guy. So I tell Garrett, we share an office. I was like, I'm taking this kid, Matt Judon. He's like, no, 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 I already have him. I called him first. <laughs> I, I, I was pissed. Yep, I, was like, I already oh, laid my claim. Oh, I, I can't now, you know, I can't take him too.
0: See, um, if y'all would have had me gone in like the first round, that would have been that would have been what's up. <laughs> and y'all could've y'all could have went and told Ozzy, you know, to get to get me earlier. Right. You know, they you'd that, have had a nicer payday then. Man, that it's, it. I don't think as much as the payday as as the stress. I I feel like you know I I'm gonna get in this league and I'm gonna do what I do. I play football. And I'm gonna do that well. But the stress of those two days is te- the stress. The stress of the combine mixed with the three days that y'all draft people mm-hmm. is terrible. That that that's the worst stress you can put on a you know. 25 and under person ever like, yeah you know i mean well not ever like this is a what great is job this is it <laughs> but it's 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 terrible you know you're just sitting by the phone you know you, you don't like the first round what is three hours right. three right. or it's four nobody, hours yeah. yeah nobody can call your phone for those three or four hours i knew i wasn't going first round right you know d2 just guy but i didn't want anybody calling my phone for right. those three it, or four it, it's hours a fake. yeah and then uh, just yeah, turn it off. Then some you, you can't turn it off because because it,
2: if if, if an
0: organization call you you're not you know and you right. don't pick up they call you again but then they gotta select somebody else right, because right. they actually have to talk to you before they select.
1: Make sure you're yeah. alive. That's the old. Yeah. Make sure the corpse is still kicking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but
0: then you know just just sitting there waiting, and then you will be like all right what well, I think. It's the second and third round the next day, yep. and that's also later in the day. Yep, yep. So you got to wait all through that day, and then sometimes coaches will call you, like, you know, teams will call you like, just making sure this is your number, and that's like, right. yeah, you like be to do yeah, 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 this is my number, you know, <laughs> call, it, call it whenever, you know. <laughs> you just answering random numbers, you don't know who on the other line, and then um, then you don't get another call, until, you know, the draft is over, you know, the second and third uh, day. You know, this is me, I don't get another call until after that call. But I got I got two of those, I got two of those calls. At
2: the end of the second, third day? No, right. at the
0: end of the first day. Okay. At the end of the first day, I think it was like noon the next day. You know, I'm, I'm just coming back home and I, I get some calls like, just making sure this is your number. And uh, you know, like probably like 30 minutes after, a different team, different area calls. So I answer it like, "Hey, is this Matthew Juno?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." You know, woo-woo. and you know, I'm feeling good, like, "Yeah, right." That and makes that, you think
1: you're going in the second or third round. Second and
0: third round. Right. That's what I'm saying. And then you just see DNs. Well, you know, I was coming out as a DM. See DNs coming off the board, just flying off the board, and it, it's like a, it's like an automatic, like compare yourself to that guy, like, right. man, I can, I'm better than him, or, you know, uh, I can do what he do, does, with, you know, and it, it, it's just, oh, um, <laughs> did you, it's tough.
2: Did you think you could potentially go as high as second round then? I mean, if you're getting those calls, you're probably thinking there's a chance. Yeah, that's, see, that's what I was thinking, yeah. like,
0: like, honestly, in my head, I was like, fourth round's probably the highest, but then when you get those calls, <laughs> right. you know, you know, you get those, yeah, maybe, thoughts, you know. Right. <laughs> And so so you have to watch, you have to watch, and then you have to sit by your phone, and it's just like, you know, somebody get the ball with a whole 24-second shot clock, and they just pump-faking the whole time. (laughs) Pump-faking and jab-moving, like, is he ever gonna shoot the ball? Like, but then, but when you get that call, like, you know, that's why, like, I understand, you know, people, like, drop to their knees and start crying, start hugging everybody because just those the moments leading up to that just oh, so stressful. So it's what'd you so do?
1: Who were you
0: with, and what'd you do? I was uh, I was with my whole family. We was at uh my my high school coach, Coach Wins. We was at his house watching it. You know, I was, we was jumping around. You know, yeah. you know I I don't know if I shed a tear or not, but you know I was I was extremely happy. Yeah. And then after that and then everybody text your phone and call your phone and you don't want to be a bad guy and not like respond to everybody, but you get so many, like it's like it's, it's just copy and paste, thank you thank, <laughs> you. thank you.
2: So, you know, so you come in here last year, you make a couple of plays, and then this year you step into the starting lineup. Elvis Doomerville is no longer here and you are the starter and you have six sacks, right, at this point of the season. You yeah. When defensive player of the week, I mean, how exciting has this emergence been for you? And is it what you expected? Are you playing even better than you expected? What do you think of how this year is going?
0: Uh Nobody will ever know it, but I'm I'm like a, a cocky dude. I don't,
1: you know, I don't.
2: I think we have an no, idea I have no. I think yeah.
1: <laughs> when we've asked you this question previously. You've been like, you media guys, you don't believe in me. Nobody believes me. You think you're the, a good reporter? I, <laughs> I don't. I don't think it,
0: that y'all don't believe in me. Y'all just love asking that question. <laughs> y'all don't I, I think it's I'm a small school guy. Yes, that's what I I'm, I'm a fifth round pick. Y'all don't ask, y'all don't ask nobody else that. I y'all knew don't. I
1: knew as soon as you yeah. asked that question just now, I was like, he's gonna have the same reaction. Exactly. But yeah, I'm you, nobody's I'm, asking CJ Mosey that question. Right,
0: right. <laughs> you know, and so this is I'm supposed to play. I'm supposed to play at a, you know, uh, I feel like an all pro level. And uh, you know, i I always wanna be a guy you gotta circle on the on a film. Like this guy we gotta block.
1: Where do you think that you got that attitude from? Where did that confidence come from?
0: It's always it's always been like that. You know, um when I was little not not so little, but when uh I was younger, probably in like elementary, middle school, my brother my oldest brother, Michael Judon Junior. He used to beat the dog snot out of us in Madden. <laughs> Madden.
2: Madden. He
0: used to use the Oakland Raiders. I don't remember. I don't remember that quarterback. Nothing. He used to beat the dog snot out of us. I never. I used to get so mad. I used to like cry and be like, "Man, I just can't wait to beat him." And I think it was just, you know, that competition. But in, in the household, it was always a competition with me and my two older brothers and just trying to be great or better than them at anything. Then it trickled over to other people, you know. It trickled over to the competition I was in, you know, playing basketball, playing football, you know, other, other sports. I just always wanted to be the best. And, like, I feel like I always wanted people to, like, need me. You know, because when you when you getting picked for sports, you know, dang, I need you to on my team. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I felt like I felt like that, you know, would inspire me to be great and why you know try to be great every day.
2: So you talk about your childhood. I mean, you grew up. You were one of ten, right? Mm-hmm. One of ten children. Number six. You're, yeah. Right. And, and so, how did growing up in that big of a family shape you? And maybe this is what you're talking about. Maybe it's that comp- competitive spirit. But how did that kind of make you? who you are today
0: um, it made me it made me what I am today, huge because you know uh, being one of ten you're never alone even you know but but you're also okay with being alone. I feel like if you was a I don't know how it is but I felt like when you're a single you know child when you're the only child it's like you don't want to be alone because you never had no siblings you never you always had a long time. With me, I, I'm like okay with being alone, cause you know my house was always loud, something was always going on with so many kids. So I really never had no like area just to myself. Mm-hmm. But you know now I got that area to myself, and I'm okay with it because I can communicate with my family, you know, and, and my friends and my, and my siblings, because you know, you know they was there for me, and we were so close. So it's not like I'm alone even when I'm alone.
2: What, what was it like the first time you have your own bedroom? I don't know if that was in college or when you get to the pro, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, what was that like?
1: I assume, we, that's assuming that you didn't have your own bedroom with, you know, nine brothers and sisters. Oh nah, yeah. Did nah, you, I you I never live in a
0: mansion? Bedroom. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I never had my own bedroom. Uh, I don't even, I don't, it was my first year of college, the second semester. Okay. My roommate, Isaiah Dunning, had moved out
2: Oh, that's the best situation. You got a guy that moves out, then all of a sudden yeah, you got the room with yourself. Yeah, right. he, he
0: but he like had moved out like to the next next house right over, and like okay. you know we still good friends to this day. But like like I can do, you know, it was just my own room. I like having music going at like at all times in my house. So in my room, I had like my little stereo. At once I come in, I play some music. I had like I had took his bed because because we had kind of had lofted beds, but we unlofted them. I t- so I took his just bed and put it on my bed. So my bed was like higher. <laughs>
1: and double was mattresses. mattresses. Yeah, it was
0: double mattresses. <laughs> and it was, com- it was like more comfortable. Um, I sleep with the window open. So the window was open like through summer, through rain, through snow. Like, so it was always cold in my room. And it was just, it was my own. Like, it it was the best, it was the best thing in the world. Like, <laughs> y'all don't know, y'all know understand.
1: I like, thought it was kind of funny when you were talking about, and this kind of goes back to your the cockiness thing, but you said that last year when you came in as a rookie, you felt like you kind of rubbed some vets, like, the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? What was that like? Did anybody voice that to you? Like, did any vet come to you and be like, dude, you got to kind of chill out a little bit? What, ha- what happened? Nah... Nobody ever came
0: to me and was like, you gotta chill out, or, you know, they'll just be like, well, we do stuff like this, or, right. you know. <laughs> it's kind of know, suggested. Yeah, you know, kind of, not like backhanded, but, you know, like on, on a sly. Like, you know, we kind of do stuff like this, or, you know, just just like, uh, kind of like mentoring me. Right. You know, like, all right, we, well, then we gotta do it like this. you gotta do it like this, you gotta do it like this, you gotta do it like this. And I remember, like, cause I never time my shoes in practice, my cleats in practice. I used to never tie my cleats in practice. I, you know, I always take my ankles and put on long socks, and just never tie my, you know. Um, so the first day we out here in OTAs, uh, you know, we we going through practice, and we it's a starter practice, so it's like it's like run, and I'm out there, you know. I do my couple plays. Then um, after, Coach Harbaugh was like, hey, Judon, come here. So, um, you know, I'm I'm walking, I'm I'm kind of running off, uh, like around to the offensive, like how we stand behind. You know, I'm kind of running off. And Kyle Juzvak grabs me. He's like, tie your shoes before you go over there. So I I was like, all right. I tie my shoes, and then – I get over there and once I get over there first thing he looked he looked down he was like I see somebody told you to tie your shoe. <laughs> and I and I'm like, like like yeah why he was like uh, and then he he said something about like being ready. I was like you know me I'm I'm a rookie so I'm like yeah, yes cuz but I'm like I didn't think that had anything to do with me being ready to practice i I'm cuz I'm ready to practice. Right. I just don't ever tie my shoes at right. practice. So, you know, I had, to, I had to change that, so I'll go Every time I go out there, I only do our little stretch with my shoes untied. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you have then to time for part of the yeah. rest. Yeah. Then
0: I tie my shoes up and then I'm ready to practice, I guess.
2: Did you feel like when you would, obviously if it's coming from the head coach, you're gonna tie your shoes, that's kind of like a non-negotiable, it? but when you get these little tips from other players, these veteran players, when you said, it, you felt like it was kind of mentoring you. Did you feel like you were receptive to that? Did it at all rub you the wrong way? Or how did you, did you? Cause can, well, especially go, now, because you said
1: like now, like you can be yourself. Like they get you better. So it seems like it was a two way street kind right. of, you Right, like know? it can
2: go either way because I can see guys that are like, that's not me, that's not who I am. I'm not gonna listen to you, like I'm gonna do it my way. Or you can be like, all right, thanks for telling me. Like how did you kind of take, um
0: I just, you know, I always take everything with a grain of salt. And I don't, I don't get upset at them, you know, because we two different walks of life. And, you, um, you know, they are them and I am me. So, you know, I took it with a, a little grain of salt. But, you know, I also dialed back on the things, you know, that was kind of, you know, rubbing people the wrong way. And then when they kind of like understood me more, then I would kind of, you know, you know, let them in on the little bit, little, the yeah, a little yeah, bit Kind of loosen the belt a little bit you know, so. But, uh, you know, I, ain't I ain't really like never like stop being myself you know I'll I a little bit of a little bit of a little I of you know, I little you like I told you like you know I grew up with 10 brothers and sisters so like you know I was always trying to get my opinion in or something like that. And, you know, of a little bit of a and we just debating about something. Like I'm gonna talk loud because I <laughs> I want my opinion to be heard. The
2: loudest man wins.
0: Yeah, that's that's basically what it is. But you know, they they was real good last year. My teammates was real good, and they kind of like understood me. And um, you know it, you know the more plays I kind of made, then it was like, all right, man, well maybe we got something. Right. Maybe we got to let him be himself.
1: Right, so. right. Yeah. So, when did you? Uh, you were one of the, my favorite guys that we had Mike this year for a game. We, we put a mic on you for the Tennessee game, mm-hmm. and it was awesome because we've got to appreciate. A, your trash talk on the field, which was spectacular, and B, just, like, how goofy you are on the field. Like, you were tickling a guy at the bottom of a pile. I don't think that was me. That was somebody
0: else. No, that was you. No, nah, that was... See, that was somebody else. I don't know who that was. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. But
0: I But I was right there, and I was on the bottom of the pile. But I wasn't tickling nobody. But I did hear that,
1: though.
0: I did hear that, so... <laughs> You know, I'm just gonna stick to my guns and say that one is me. But but on a on the video y'all did quote me saying that, so y'all gotta y'all gotta take those quotes off. <laughs> so, that
1: was so what is what is the weirdest or mo- most unusual thing that you've ever said or done to get in the head of, of an opponent? Because you said you like to just get them 'em kinda like just off their game a little bit with your trash talk. So what's what's something weird that you can tell us about?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Me, I, I just—it's just a trash talk. Y'all never remember. Y'all never remember. You never remember your good material. Some weird stuff. I had a teammate. I had a teammate. He used to like Facebook search, like the quarterbacks that we about to play, or the. <laughs> he was a he was a nose guard, or like the offensive lineman. Like he used to know, like if they had just had a, a niece or nephew. Like he used to do some like in depth. <laughs> research. He used to know everybody' name, and I used to be like, man, you, like, you, wow, like, that's, yeah, that's just taking it, that's like too far, like, that's, I mean, you, you know your player, you know your opponent inside out, but you, like, you don't know the whole family inside out, you know, like family history inside out,
2: so. All right, so before we let you go, what's the best thing that you've learned from Terrell Suggs these two seasons?
0: Best thing? It's, it's so much, but, uh, I think the best thing is like just just be yourself. I think uh, since day one, and I think he'll tell you this, he made he made some mistakes and uh, you know on through his way and you know everybody takes their own path, but he always stuck to his guns. He always knew who he was, and uh, he always you know came in, came in this building with a approach to get better you know he he never you know denounced any any one of his teammates or you know said that he was better than them or you know i mean a oh, little he, bit yes. yeah yeah no a little bit but uh <laughs> you know he he never like you know trash talked none of his teammates or nothing like that he just he just kept like a, a real a real business approach to the game and you know you see it in his play you see it in his stats and you know, everything he's done and his body of work, you see it in. So, you know, he became, you know, stay, stay true to yourself, but also come to work every day with a mindset of getting better.
1: Cool, Matthew Judon. We appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank Come you very on. much. Ooh. Thank you very much. Made a good yeah. dent in the Buffalo chicken dip. Yeah, it's well over done? now. It's over. Yeah. The show's over. Let's yeah. <laughs> somewhere. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. All right. So thank you, Matt. Good stuff. Uh, just a funny dude, man. I like Matthew Judon a lot, and a heck of a football player. Yeah. I think this dude, uh, he could be, pretty soon, a a centerpiece in this defense. I think he, CJ, you know, Suggs isn't going to be around for five more years, Mm -hmm. you know. I think he, CJ, and some of these other younger guys, you know, Brandon Williams, Pierce, some of those young, those young guys in the front seven, and he's one of the major ones, are going to be the backbone of this defense. Yeah, and I I
2: like like his attitude. And Marlon Humphrey. Right, obviously Marlon. I like his attitude also that, like, everyone thinks it's kind of a surprise that he's playing this well. You know, including yourself, and, and, you know, not we saw me. saw by by the question I asked him, um, <laughs> but but he's like, this is what I'm supposed to do, and I just like that attitude. He doesn't feel like he's doesn't belong. You know, sometimes yep. you know, I could come in as a late round pick, as a small school guy, and feel like ah, I don't know if I'm going to hang. Yep. Know, he doesn't have that attitude at all. Well, when we did our preseason predictions on the pod, and we predicted breakout player of the year, I know I took Matthew Judon. You also took him to have the most sacks, which was going to be wrong, as I took to Carl Suggs. So here's oh, the- oh hey hey. We don't know that that's going to be wrong yet. <laughs> we
1: got three more games. He's only four and a half behind. Yeah, he
2: could break out. He could break out. but They just... come in bunches. They do come in bunches. And, and he's
1: got the podcast bump now.
2: Suggs doesn't have the podcast bump. Well, he has the original podcast bump from last year. Maybe we get Suggs back here. If, get if, Suggs. I get, if I start to get nervous about my prediction, I'm going to have to bring Suggs back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> give him the bump. <laughs> anyway, right. thank you all for listening. We will make
1: sure we have another great guest for you probably next week (laughs) we'll do our best Uh, and as always you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net leave a rating review good luck with your holiday shopping and we'll be back with you next week